All right. I thought about a good question. Okay. When I was growing up, I remember you always telling me stories about the radio programs that you would listen to as a kid. And that's something that Ezra's not going to have when he's growing up. The closest is going to be something like this, like a podcast. And that's where a lot of stuff that I listen to today comes from as podcasts. So I wanted you to tell your side of it. When you were growing up, what was it like? What did you do for entertainment? Yeah, there was a lot of radio shows on at that time. And basically, I would just listen to the radio. And I would always listen to the station that was Whammo. And listen to baseball games, listen to Creaking Door, Cisco Kid, Long Ranger. You're asking me things from 16 years ago. This <laughs> is <laughs> not like yesterday. The Gunsmoke, Shadow. The Shadow, The Green Hornet, Superman. All of those were just audio. There was no video, there was no movies. And these were just voice actors that later on, you know, did film, but a lot of them never did, but they were great voice actors. The one with Orson Welles. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. I was scared to death. <laughs> so those are the kind of things that you listen to. I had a little radio, transistor radio. It was about a foot square, and it had a brown leather case. I could see it from 60 years ago. And I would listen to that every night. I would fall asleep sometimes batteries run out because I left it on all night long. But Whammo was probably the most I ever listened to. Like I said, it's from Pittsburgh. And they had Skinny Kenny, Brother Matt, HB, the burner. And these are the disc jockeys. Every one of them left Pittsburgh because it's a small market and they went to Chicago, New York, and became famous. And then there was Porky Chadwick. The daddy-o, the radio, the platter-pushing papa on WAMO. He was a white guy. <laughs> and nobody knew it. You know, it was like you didn't see these guys. And then you would hear about it later on because Porky Chedwick was a disc jockey at a dance or something. And people would say, did you know Porky Chedwick was white? So it was really funny. But during my days in Pittsburgh, black and white was never really an issue. I never... I didn't know I was black till I went to the Air Force. And uh, guys told me I was black. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. But um, the things like the Lone Ranger, Batman, the screen door, they would scare you. Everything was so voice related. And these were great guys. And they would make you think that you were right there with them. So, you know, those were totally different from today you could go online and get some of those programs you know have you ever done that but they're, no, not and they're really recently cool. so i think ezra should do that i'm sure they'll still have them around and what it does is it widens your imagination when you're on the movies and you see it on screen you just see it on screen when you have to picture it in your mind it's totally different. Like when somebody's saying that on the radio, you really think it's happening. And when he says there's these creatures, whatever's in your mind, what is in your mind and my mind are two different things. So you create these images. So then you can't go to sleep at night because you, you're laying down and the, the, the trees are moving because the wind's blowing and you see the shadow and you get really scared because you think it's the monster he's after you. So 
you're screaming. So here come your parents. What the hell are you screaming about, boy? <laughs> Go to sleep. There's a monster in my room. That's what you get. And, you know, when you watch it on TV, it's totally different. You see it. You know, when you see Freddy, you know what Freddy looks like. But if you had Freddy just over the radio, how could you imagine what Freddy looks like? You never imagined him the way he looked, you know, with that hat, the fingers, and the uh, sweater. You'd see Freddy in your own mind, which scares you. So if spiders scared you a lot, maybe the, the aliens look like a spider to you. But I had seen, remember, they were doing movies now, 1952, 1953, and I'm going to the movies, not so much on TV, but you see these alien movies. And so when you hear alien in your mind, it's what you saw at the movie. So it's a little green man, you know, or... Like me, I just, spiders and octopuses, just <laughs> something about them that I didn't like. But that's what I would see as, as they were talking about aliens. But it does, it builds your imagination and it gives you, it makes you think about things and your imagination and it's your original thoughts. It's not that you look at a movie and that's kind of pasted or plastered on your mind. That's what you see. But if you have to make that up in your mind, you're making up your own monster. So to me, I think that's better, you know, and I'm sure that the people that made space movies, that was part of their history when they were growing up. Do you ever wonder, like, how did a guy ever come up with that? Yeah, it's his imagination. So what imagination do you have when you see it in the movies and you see the, the monster? The Japanese movies that used to crack me up with the monsters. You laugh at them now, you know? <laughs> with Gordan and these fearful monsters, you'd wake up in the middle of the night thinking about these things. You see them now, you laugh. Are you kidding me? It's a guy in a suit. You can tell 100%, but when you can't see it, you make up your own monster. So to me, that's the biggest difference in what kids see today and what I saw when I was growing up 60-some years ago. And I because think even today, they have that in movies where they won't show the monster so like in jaws they didn't show the shark they would just show his fin right. even today they'll have stuff like that like on that star trek show strange new worlds when they first introduced mm -hmm. those aliens the gorn yeah. it was quick cutaways and you heard them in the background but you weren't seeing them so your mind is filling in what that was and i always found those more scary then when they showed the monster, because like you said, it ages poorly over the years. You look back on the Star Trek from the original show, and it was a guy in a rubber costume. Now the stuff is CG. Yeah, it looks okay today, but then 10 years later, oh, wait a minute, that CG looks fake now because it just yeah. hasn't aged as well. So, Think yeah, about you're correct. Star Trek. Think about yeah, the original say, Star Trek and the, the bridge, what it looked like. When you first saw it, wow, this was amazing, you know? Look at it now. Go to um, any of the movies that you watched when you were a child. You look at them now and you go, are you kidding me? But it, it seems funny because the Star Trek that they're showing now is before James Kirk. Mm -hmm. But their ship looks much more modern. And, you know, you don't hear those little things in the background. They play the... You know, they make these noises 
and and you think that everything and the lights are blinking and you look at it now and you go, are you kidding me? <laughs> or Lost in Space. That's my favorite one with the robot. That robot mm-hmm. used to scare the hell out of me. <laughs> now when I see it, it's like, I was scared of that. Yeah. And when Ezra grows up, just think of the Lost in Space that he'll see. It'll probably be standing in his living room, you know? Yeah. He could almost feel them. You know, they will have, they would be so far advanced because you're talking 50 years. Think about my time till now and how far they've come in and just showing those kind of things. And they almost seem real when you see them now. But he'll, you know, he'll see those as he's grown up and um, they'll be amazing to him, but it'll be just like you watching Star Wars. When you thought Star Wars was so great. You know, it's like when they have the fights with the, the beams. Yeah, I mean, lightsabers. You know, that was the greatest thing. And I remember when you were small, you know, and you wanted to fight like them and have a cape and all of that kind of stuff. And then as you grew up and you see them now and what they, compared to what they do now, you kind of laugh. You know, it's like, gee, I was amazed with that when I was a kid. But it's your imagination. So it all started with the radio. And... Even things like Laurel and Hardy, they weren't, you know, the talky thing. They were on the radio first. And Jack Benny and those kinds of comedians, and they were so funny, Red Skelton. But then when they had their own programs, it gave you another view of who these people were. You could actually tie in a, a voice to a face, and it, it made a difference. But things like Johnny Dollar or The Shadow, they never came out, but they did come out with movies that really related to those things. I'm trying to think of them, not the one, the guy that was the invisible guy, but there was another one and he was in the shadows in the dark and, you know, that's kind of like The Shadow. They would make, they did those sound effects that really, it's kind of funny if you go back and look and see how they did them, like horses, you know. They would have two tin cans. It, they would just be going and making it sounds like it was, and you believe all of that, and shooting guns and things. And boy, your imagination just kicked in. But if you were a kid with no imagination, <laughs> grew up to be a weirdo. <laughs> but normally kids with imagination, you grow up and it, it develops your brain. So hopefully in the future, yeah, just like you said, with the monster in that strange world, you didn't see it till the end. Because I was kind of surprised myself when I saw it. But we're at a point now where that to me was like Alien. Remember the movie Alien? And those things were running around? That's what those things look like, you know? So I wasn't overly surprised or, wow, look at that. To me, it was just an expression of something that happened earlier. So what do they do in the future? How do you create those kind of things that people have never seen? That would be interesting. But didn't you think those things look like aliens? Remember the yeah. aliens? They run around when they were small. Not when they got big, but when they were small. And they went inside of people's bodies. Yeah, that, they, they took that. Yeah, they huh? definitely were influenced by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the influence you get from the person who wrote that. Because that person was probably influenced from the alien movie. Whereas in my generation, you're influenced by your own mind. What? Or sometimes they would have like posters, you know, and they would have 
like um, the Orson Welles movie, they would have posters and they would show the, the aliens. So all of a sudden, guess what? Aliens look just like that little green men to you with, you know, three fingers. And that's what space people look like because they created that. But in my mind, I didn't know what to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think back when I was a kid what that scared me and what I thought. But back in those days, you know, your parents would say, if you're bad, the boogeyman will get you. You know, what's the boogeyman look like? And, you know, then they came out of the movie and they called the guy the boogeyman. That ain't the boogeyman that I saw. The boogeyman that I saw was like a big shadow. You never saw his face. It was just a big shadow. And if you did wrong things, the boogeyman would get you. So when, like I said, when, this, when the moon was shining and the trees were moving around in the wind, you thought that was the boogeyman because you could see it on your wall. So you put your head under the sheets and hope the boogeyman didn't get you.